people on the planet today feel conditionally loved. What I mean by this is that they feel they're only going to be valued, appreciated, and loved if they act a certain way. If they're good, if they're perceived as right, if they're successful, if they're doing the things other people want them to do. And what this means is that down deep, most people walking the planet have this deep, unmet need of feeling unconditionally loved, no matter what they do or don't do, no matter what they are or are not. And at face value, this idea sounds like a great one. This idea is part of so many spiritual philosophies around the world as well. I mean, just go ahead and look up how many quotes there are on unconditional love. The problem is, <laughs> there's some serious shadow to this desire. And today, I'm going to help you to look at that. When we say that we want unconditional love, what we are really saying is that we want an unconditional relationship. We want a relationship with no consequences. We want a relationship where no matter what we do or don't do, the other person will continue to value us, appreciate us, to the degree that they will feel good towards us, and never get into conflict suffering with us or want to lead us. Before I go on, I want to explain. When I say conflict suffering, what I mean is that when you get into a lot of pain in a relationship, Either you end up trapped. That's what conflict suffering is. We're constantly fighting with each other. There's constant issues, but we're staying in the pain anyways. And the opposite of that is abandonment, right? Because this relationship is going to hell, I'm going to leave you. Both are things that we don't want when we're looking for unconditional relationships. I want you to sit with that for a minute. To want unconditional love is to want to opt out of a life where the law that operates your life is cause and effect. It's to want no consequences for anything you do or anything you are. Does that sound reasonable to you? To want an unconditional love is to want a relationship where there's really no pressure on you and no expectations. What this means is that it's not really love that we're looking for. We're looking for that feeling of being wanted and valued to the degree that somebody pulls us in and keeps us with them. We're looking to be wanted. Now, I really need you to get this, because when we use that word, I want to be unconditionally loved, we don't mean love. To love is to take something as a part of yourself. To understand this more in depth, watch my video titled, What is Love? When you do this, you expand so that yourself and the other person are like two parts within you. You don't abandon the part that is yourself for the sake of the part of you that is the other person. It is simply that now the best interests of both parts within you, yourself and them, are both your concern. You have an intrinsic motive to want to meet both of their needs and resolve both of their pain. But this means that incompatibility now matters to you immensely. You cannot feel good meeting one's needs at the expense of the other, and therefore, to truly love, you must recognize conditions that exist for both parts within the relationship instead of deny them. Did you hear what I just said? To truly love somebody, you have to powerfully recognize conditions that exist to the relationship. I'm going to give you an example. Let's imagine that you're a person who wants a simple, no-pressure life that is centered around hobbies and hanging out with the people you love. Now let's imagine that you develop romantic feelings for a person who's ambitious, someone who wants a big life that's centered around the accumulation of wealth, achievements, and travel. If you get into a relationship with this person, this incompatibility will very soon cause you both pain. You will feel conditionally loved. When this person complains that they're carrying the weight of the household, when they start to complain about how lazy you are, when they start to complain about all those losers you like hanging out with instead of getting ahead. 
And when they start to complain because the pain they're caused in this incompatible situation, you're going to feel like you aren't loved. In fact, you're going to begin to feel like they're only going to love you if you turn into someone else. And guess what? They are going to feel conditionally loved as well. They're going to feel conditionally loved anytime you have an issue with the fact that they can't just be happy with what they have. They're going to feel conditionally loved when no matter how unhappy they are in the situation, you still won't get off your ass to do something to get you guys ahead into a better place financially in life or whatever else the story is. So they're going to end up the same way that you ended up, feeling like they're only going to be conditionally loved. That they're only going to be loved by you if they change into someone else. Someone who suddenly likes hanging out and suddenly has no ambition and suddenly has endless time to do nothing but appreciate what is. What you want is for this person to value you and appreciate you to the degree that they will feel good towards you and never get into conflict suffering with you or leave you, no matter if you never make any more money, never travel, and make them carry the burden of any lifestyle improvements alone, for example. What they want is for you to value them and appreciate them to the degree that you will feel good towards them and never get into conflict suffering with them or want to leave them, no matter if they think your friends and family are all losers, leave you behind for trips they go on around the world, and work so much that it feels like you're living two separate lives. Is that a reasonable expectation? No, because it's not possible. You can include somebody as a part of yourself so as to see what is truly their best interest, what they truly desire and truly need. But if the truth of who somebody is, the truth of their actual desires and wants, leads you farther away from what you want, there's no possible way for the relationship to stay in the same configuration and be happy. Essentially, if the truth of someone takes you further away from what you want, further away from your truth and causes you to suffer, you're not going to be able to value and appreciate it to the degree that it feels good and compels you to be on good terms and stay with them in the same relationship configuration. This means that loving someone does not always mean approving of and saying yes to everything about them or everything they want. It also doesn't mean always staying in the same relationship configuration. To understand more about this, I want you to watch my videos titled Incompatibility, A Harsh Reality in Relationships and Why Approval is Not Love. Are you ready for me to tell you something that's going to shock you? I mean, I'm about to drop something here that you're going to be like, wait, 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 what? The person you are least likely to get unconditional love from is your primary partner. Why? Because this is the person who has the most skin in the game. Your primary partner is going to be the person who is the most directly affected by anything in your life, anything you do, anything you are, anything you say. They're going to be directly impacted by this. Now, to be unconditional, what a person would have to be is disconnected. They'd have to be in some kind of a configuration where nothing you're doing is really directly impacting or affecting them. This is why so many people who are in need of relationship rehabilitation do so well with therapists. A therapist relationship is more unconditional than almost any other relationship, because no matter what you say in that room, it doesn't cause them to get upset or devalue you or stop appreciating you or want to stop seeing you every week. But this is because they have no skin in the game. If you decide to go home and shoot up heroin and burn your house down, you can come back into the room and they're going to be like, oh, I see, let's explore why you did that. Why? Because it wasn't their house you just burnt down. A friend is going to be more conditional than a therapist. 
because their life most likely is more directly affected by the things you do and don't do, who you are and aren't, than the therapist. But a primary partner, like I said, is going to be even more conditional than that. A primary partner is going to be the relationship you really have to step up to the plate for. It's going to be a relationship of expectations and pressure. The more compatible you are, the easier this will be and the less it will seem like this. So did you hear what I said? If you're looking for that relationship that just feels like ease and feels safe and just feels comfortable, you're going to have to find a compatible partner because it's that compatibility that makes it so the things that you're doing, the things that you are, benefit the other person instead of take them in the exact opposite direction from what they're desiring and needing and wanting. Love is not the same as a relationship with no pressure and no expectations. I know that right now, from where you currently are with your consciousness, you feel like the truth is the opposite. You feel like the safest and easiest relationship you can be in is a relationship with no pressure and expectations. Because it feels like the relationship you can relax in and feel good about yourself in. But it's a myth. It's a myth you're chasing because of your deep wound of you are wrong and bad and therefore must change. I want you to ask yourself some questions. I'm going to spell them out for you. When I say, I want to be loved for just me, what does just me mean? What is just you? What are you? I want you to sit with that question before you go further. When I say I want to be loved for me, what am I? Am I the things I do? Am I the things I think? Am I the things that I say? Am I my behavior? Am I my desires? Am I my purpose? Am I just some intangible essence? What is it you want people to just love? Are you one of these things, none of these things, or all of them? Once you decide, might it be possible to consider that in order for somebody to not get into conflict suffering with you or want to abandon you, they would have to be compatible to those things. I'm going to challenge you today that what you want is not an unconditional relationship even though you may be using those words. Guess what? You're not even capable of giving that to someone. Will you continue to value and appreciate someone to the degree that you'll feel good towards them and never want to leave them if they cheat on you? What if they abuse you? What about if they make a decision that means staying with them physically makes it so you never align with your desires? If you are a person who says you can unconditionally love, unlike everyone else, what you are really saying is that you're a person who thinks it's okay and even good to give your best interests up, and to suffer for a relationship. To stay with someone, no matter how miserable you and or they are, together. I'm going to assert that what you really want is a person whose conditions for a relationship are compatible to your conditions, for your own well-being. What I mean is, compatible to your wants, compatible to your desires, compatible to your purpose, Compatible to your needs, compatible to your interests, compatible to your character makeup. <sighs> for example, let's say that you have a desire for someone to want to really be with you, to want you, even if you have a temper, even if you get hit and in an accident you end up disabled, even if you're poor for the rest of your life. What you're really saying is that you want somebody who can look at those things and say, yeah, actually, I'm compatible to that because none of those things are conditions which make my well-being impossible. In other words, I'm compatible to that because those aren't conditions for conflict, suffering, or for ending a relationship for me specifically. 
One person could genuinely not have the condition of physical ability with regards to fulfillment in their relationship. Another person could have that condition. One person could genuinely not have the condition of ambition. Another could. One person could not have the condition of being together physically. Another could. One person could not have the condition of wealth. Another could. The reality in a relationship, and it's time for you to swallow this, <laughs> is that everyone has different conditions. What you're really wanting is to feel okay with someone's conditions and for them to feel okay with your conditions. This is far closer to actual love than this mythical unconditional love that you have been sold is a possibility for human relationships. Love in and of itself is ultimately unconditional at its very nature because to take something as a part of yourself does not require compatibility. Love is ultimately unconditional because all is one. We are all part of each other, whether we recognize it yet or not. There is no actual way to truly separate from one another. Even though in the physical dimension we can move our bodies to create the perception of distance, there is no way for you to separate from this universe. This is why, when you get out of body, or when you have a near-death experience, or when you have a transcendental spiritual experience, you have the experience of the universe at large, what many call God, being unconditionally loving. Because it sees you as a part of itself. It cannot separate from you. It's always going to be interested in your best interests. It is not pushing you away. It is deeply pulling you in. That does not mean... That does not mean that you should not recognize conditions in a physical reality relative to the relationships you choose. All people need to be damn conscious about exactly what their conditions are. They need to be damn straight about their conditions with themselves and damn straight about their conditions with other people. Keep in mind that we will have different and unique conditions for every different relationship configuration that we have, from therapist relationships, to coaches, to business partnerships, to friends, to siblings, to parents, to children, to husbands, to wives. Here's the problem. Because unconditionality has become a quality of virtue within the human race, we believe that being unconditional is being good. And therefore the ego has invested interest and being unconditional, even though it's not actually possible. <laughs> so you gotta unhook your ego from the concept of unconditionality. In other words, looking at your conditions makes people feel shame about themselves. So the likelihood of them admitting to it themselves and admitting it to other people is slim to nothing. We're also led to believe on top of the fact that unconditionality is the highest human virtue. We are also led to believe that certain conditions are okay and certain conditions are not. For example, in most cultures, not all, but in most human cultures, let's say that a woman is being beaten up and she decides that that's a condition of hers. My condition for staying in this relationship is you not beating me up. Most people are going to line up around the block behind her to be like, damn straight that should be a condition for staying in that damn relationship and therefore loving him. You are definitely not going to be encouraged or supported if your condition for being in a relationship with someone is their wealth or lack thereof. In other words, if you decide to constantly have an issue with somebody or to leave based on them being poor, you are a horrible person. The thing is, just because we build shame around a condition doesn't mean that that condition suddenly vanishes. In fact, it stays there. But the person stuffs it into their subconscious mind and denies it exists. They say, I love you so much. I love you no matter what you do. I will love you till the end of time, till death do us part. 
until that condition isn't met. The unfortunate thing is, to admit to your conditions relative to a relationship feels like you're going to have to take the risk of feeling like and having other people see you as a really bad person, thus re-triggering the original wound of you're wrong and bad and therefore must change, thus reactivating the pendulum swing into I want an unconditional relationship. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to share it, like it, and also subscribe to my channel so you can see more content like this. But I want to personally thank you for taking the initiative and having the bravery to step into the space of awareness, not only for yourself, but for the benefit of those around you.